Go. Go. Yes. And we go. In three, two, <laughs> one. one. Well, that's what they say usually when they go to the moon. Yeah, that's what Joe Rogan does as well. He does? Um, yeah. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi, Joe. Keep it low key. <laughs> hey, guys, and welcome to another episode of Charlie and Ponyo. Hi. That's Charlie, and I'm Ponyo. And to our dear listeners, welcome. Yeah, what a, another week to be alive. Exactly. Oh, did you see the moon this week, babe? How big was it? Massive. In, in the Southern Hemisphere, because it's winter down here. Or maybe because the fact that it's fake and somebody's hanging a massive <laughs> white circle Because we live us. on a flat earth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was really big. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Don't, and, do you think with the full moon, mm. it plays, it has an effect on people's behaviour? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it, it has an effect, because it's closer to the earth and stuff, and, like, it's, it, the tidal forces yeah. and the vibrations and frequency always change. So, apparently, I, I heard that some of the correctional centres, a.k.a. jails, prisons, yeah. what they usually do, they check the moon calendar. Oh, the, yeah, because that's, when it's full moon, that's when they, go, they go, go crazy. that shit crazy, yeah. apparently. Yeah, yeah. tidal... Crazy tidal waves and mag- the magnetosphere. Yeah. Oh, I ain't down with all that, but I do, I do know about yeah. it. But did you hear, like, this week, um, El Chapo? Yes. He's, um, he's gone. He's supposedly going to ADX, which is the super of supermaxes on the planet in mm-hmm. Colorado, I think it is. Yeah, so in yeah. In the freaking middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and it's not even a situation where so like i think timothy mcveigh's there mm-hmm. the other dr killer is yeah. there. there's a whole bunch of like crazy they're in people isolation there. yeah and it's not it's even not, about so they're there for their lifers it's nothing about rehabilitation or no. anything like that at all no it's well, just, what, you, what did you mention the con- other day it's just contained so it's yes. just about containment so yeah. and it's effectively sensory deprivation so i yes. mean they're just there isolated 23 hours a day but do you really the, think so i mean he has so much money and connection. He'll be, he could. Oh, Chapo. Yeah, he could pay well, the guards. You know, look, I slip you 10G, you get me a mobile phone or something. It, yeah, I mean, I'm they probably sure have a, be surprised. They have a TV screen, apparently, because I was mm. reading this, doc, uh, this article on it. They've got a TV screen and they've got a, um, a window in the ceiling that looks at the sky. So that's, they, do, they can see the sky, but it's oh. just the sky. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So you can get drones being blown <laughs> over. I mean, El Chapo would probably get some mad shit in there. He would. I mean, yeah. No doubt. They'd be on the, the guards would be on the take for sure. Oh, for sure. For if sure. I was a guard, I'd be on the take for sure. Mm-hmm. You, want some, you want some heroin? Sure. No, I don't want any you want heroin. Some, I just want cash. You want Give some, me the dough. You want a lasagna? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Talking oh, about the sky. The government's hovering we've got above a, us now. We've got, we've got choppers flying over us. <laughs> but it is the 50 year, I'm talking about the moon, it is the 50th anniversary of the supposed, in air quotes, moon landing. Hip hip parade, that did oh. not happen. That's, <laughs> I'm telling you now. So I remember years and years ago, one of my all time favorite documentary, mm. it's called Did We Land on the Moon? Conspiracy Theory. Yeah. And that was so well put together. And I'm telling you now, till now, I'm 100% convinced that first moon landing did not occur. 
Yeah, I'm just I think putting it, was... it out there. I don't care if anyone's poo-pooing that, but that's my opinion. It did not happen. Yeah, look, I'm not big on the conspiracy theories type of stuff, but that mm. entire moon stuff is like really sus. Mm-hmm. And the one of the things that we're, and we could, you could probably go through the whole litany of stuff that mm-hmm. people have said that are said about it. One of the things, that, the most interesting things that in, in the Australian media that they, they brought up was that because um, they were utilising the satellite systems in Australia at yeah. Pine Gap to okay. relay the initial footage back to the US, oh. was that there was all this footage that didn't make the airways. The and edit. one of the people that was there <laughs> feeding the footage through yeah was there was a Coke can and on in the footage <laughs> and then someone walked in and removed the Coke can from the it's, footage. It's, and it's like Game the, of Thrones with the Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they had done it back in the 60s. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's weird that That's weird. stories like that come out and then you've got all these people that whistleblowers and that say... Dying that, one by one. Yeah, and that, mm. I mean... They, they probably did land on the moon at some stage later on, but yes. what I think is what happened is they were trying to race against the Russians to try and get up there, mm-hmm. and so the only way they could do it was to fake it. Mm, fake it until you make it. Stanley Kubrick was supposedly one of the guys who directed the entire thing because wow. he'd just done 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, that makes sense. He's, he would be a good director. I yeah. would pick him too. Yeah. Wow. And... um. Oh man, I don't know, it just looks sus. I mean, this and is... And the this thing is... is that we haven't been back since. Yeah. Like, the moon's true. just over there. Yeah, it's just hanging it's above just over us. there. I can get a rope and... Yeah, build a civilization on there. Yeah. Oh, there is that cool thing where um, they sent a, an ark there, did you hear about I think we talked about it in the other podcast. Oh, yes, Well, they yeah. sent an ark with, just in case civilization were to fail. Yeah. You could go back up to the moon and, and learn how to do things well we've got land on the moon so i'm pretty sure we mentioned that but yeah yeah so we're we're all set baby (laughs) (laughs) happy birthday to the moon yeah happy birthday to the moon landing no moon landing not the the creation of the moon yeah i just you know elon musk is probably gonna get up there yeah at some stage in the next couple of years so um i'll I'll hitch a ride with him i'm saving up for a plane ticket I'll hit you. Right you can stay down here. Yeah. Um, I'll go over there. Okay. Yes. Long distance relationship. We can make it work. Babe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream work. Yes, yes, yes. But, I mean, that's part of change. Oh, yeah, definitely. A lot has changed over that 50 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's, that's a good... Oh, I'm trying to segue. That's a good segue into the... Look at us. Into the life lesson. Ooh, yes. So we were politicking about this this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of the things that we wanted to, we found important or that we always thought as important in, I guess, your relationship, but more than that, in your interpersonal relationships with other people and how you work with other people. Is, or is even how, with yourself as well. Yeah. I guess having that sorted out is more important. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Change. Exactly. How to be resilient as well. How to Ooh. be resilient to change. See, this is, this is a, I guess, an interesting topic because everyone's got different views. We, we had different well. views about it. Oh, definitely. Hmm. And, you know, it, the, the whole debate of are you born with it? Are you born with resilience? Or do you have 
the ability to learn and build upon that as mm. as you get older. Do you know what I mean? There's there's a lot around that. Oh yeah, and so just to give everyone a, a quick overview, so we're talking about like psychological resilience. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. The ability to cope with a crisis or pre-crisis quickly, and um, it could so be, it, and that crisis could be so minute. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I love, you know, what, 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 what is it? Um, I love how people have this sort of test where mm. they see how people react when they're traveling. Yeah. So, for example, how would somebody react if they've lost their suitcase? Yeah. <laughs> that that because the way they behave. From that, it's, shows it's, a lot it's about a, that yeah, person. It's a, it's, a, it's a microcosm into the macro of how they deal with yes. it. It's effectively oh, how you so deal with... Oh, you're so clever. But it's how you deal with the mental process and the behaviours and what psychologically you promote within yourself and what how you deal with stress factors or stresses or negative effects mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I always find it interesting because... Um, Change, like in business, change or change management um, requires a certain level of resilience. Yes. Do you know what I mean? That goes hand in hand. And yeah, it goes hand Absolutely. in hand. Absolutely. And there's a whole bunch of, I guess, concepts about how that works from, I guess, a neurological standpoint, but how it works from an emotional standpoint as well. Mm-hmm. And so. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we were always, I mean, I've gone through a whole bunch of resilience courses and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And one of the things they always talk about is um, self-directedness and positive emotion mm-hmm. because that goes, it plays a, a massive part in being resilient. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you don't have, if, if you don't have positive, if you don't go into a situation, a negative situation with positive intent or positive emotions, then it's always going to end it usually nine times out of ten ends badly. Mm. Whereas if you go in with positive emotions, it helps you reframe mm. the situation, the context, mm. the argument, whatever mm. it may be, into something that is more, I guess, palatable. Mm. So. To, yeah. <laughs> Was I rambling? No, no, no. It's good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I, I guess what you're trying to say is that resilience can be learned. And develop in anyone. Absolutely, it's a, even if you think you're the most resilient person in the whole wide world. I, you can there's always, always be more resilient. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you're gonna read through some of the ways that, I guess, we can strengthen. Yeah, I mean, one of the resilience. Yeah, well, one of them is, well, there's there's a thing called grit or having a certain wit about uh, you, and this is there was another podcast. Oh yeah. Um, that talks about this in. In depth, but mm. having wit, like shout uh, out to the art of melanin. Yeah, yeah, we we love that podcast. Yeah. We've mentioned it last week, and we'll mention it again. But definitely, big shout out. Yeah, and they they talk about wit and how wit, like a, a lot of people see wit nowadays as being funny. Yeah. Like, oh, you've got your witty. You've got a witty personality. Yeah. Ponyo. Yeah. You're funny. You're funny. You got yeah. some wit about you, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But it's more than that. Wit is being, how do you survive by your wits? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. What's the slogan for the Survivor Games? Because I think... Outwit. Yes. Yeah. Outplay, outwit, and outlast, or something like that. So that's the key word there, one of the key words. You live by your wits. Exactly, exactly. And and wit and grit is, uh, I guess, one of the big traits... uh, 
that contribute mm -hmm. to having resilience because uh, uh, let's go through. So in the American Psychological Association, they've got 10 ways that uh, you can help build resilience. Yep, strengthen. A lot of them are really good. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess number 10, uh, maintain good relationships with family members, friends um, and others. I guess that's where the it's important to have a good support system. Absolutely. But also be selective of your support system. Yeah. There's no point of having people who Backstabbers have, or frontstabbers that don't have your best intention at heart. Exactly, who be are negative as well. Yeah, absolutely. Because and who, and we, it goes back to what we were talking about previously, mm. about the high-maintenance and low-maintenance friends and oh, family. Good there, tie back. There, there are a lot of family members and friends who can, can be very energy-sucking. Absolutely. So yeah. you don't want that. That's not a good support system. Absolutely. They're supposed to be giving you support, not taking yeah. your energy. It's the, um, what do they call it? The emotional bank account. Yes. So. Yes. You can, with an emotional bank account, what that means is that you can always um, put in investments into mm -hmm. your emotional bank account with yes. others, with friends, mm -hmm. with your family, mm -hmm. with your loved ones, mm -hmm. with yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, but just as long as you're not overdrawing, mm. and because it, it works both ways, so you can invest, but then mm. you can also withdraw. Mm. And so you can take out a whole bunch of mm. withdrawals from energy, but as long as you're still putting energy in, yes. and, and you've got that balance between input of energy and the, and the energy that you're taking out from yes. people, because you don't want to just completely, like you're saying, you don't want to completely zap a person of all of their energy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it'd be one of those people that's just like always at them, oh, yeah. this, I need your help with this, can you yeah. give me advice on that, I don't, uh, can you pick me up on it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You want to be able to invest in that emotion as well, and exactly. you want to be able to put something in there. I read a really good quote the other day, something mm. along the lines of um, saying no is actually showing resilience as well. Oh, yeah. Learn when to say no. Exactly. Yeah. It's self-care as well by saying no. Yeah. That's why I say no to you all the time. Oh, babe. <laughs> you just dropped the mic. Yeah, I just... Uh... Yeah, you just dropped the mic. Dear listeners, Charlie just literally dropped the mic. Dropped the mic on you. Uh, so number two is... Um... Uh, no, no. You're going backwards? So you went ten before. Oh, yes. Just make up your mind. Which way, babe? I'll just read them I out. keep you on track. I'll, just, I'm resilient. Just I'll just read them out at random. Okay, go. Uh, In no particular order. I like yeah, that. So, go. Uh, to avoid crises or stressful events as unbearable problems. Mm -hmm. So you want to avoid seeing crises or stressful events as unbearable problems. So, oh, I've got a flat tire. It's the end of the fucking world. Yeah. Well, no, it's not really. Just Turn change your tire and get on with your day. You should really... Oh, I've got a cold. Oh, look, have a Barocca, have yeah. a Nurofen, have yeah. a couple of glasses of water, have a lemon honey tea and maybe a bottle of tequila. Yeah. Go on your way. You'll yeah. be fine. You know that that tyre, the flat tyre, mm. that could be actually be a positive because how I think of it is, yeah. because I can't change a tyre, yeah. you can actually learn from that as well. That's it's learning from 100%. that experience. Yeah. It's like, okay... I'm out here on my own. I've got internet. I can YouTube it. And see, that's where... That's, see, 
you having a positive mind frame, yeah. that goes a long way. To, see, it's like the glass half empty or the glass half full, you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. A lot of people would just be like, I don't know how to change a tyre. Yeah. I'm fucked. I'm going to have to call... But that's also the... resilient because by calling somebody, they can also teach you. And that person that rocks up, he or she could be super hot and that could be your love. <laughs> could be, you know, the, the person that you've been waiting for if you're single as well. So that's a positive as well, babe. The third one <laughs> is... Is that, what you, is that what you try to do? Put nails in your tyres so you can well, sm- my find mom... hot... Hot NRMA guys to come and service your car. And by service a car, I don't mean her car. <laughs> Mum always said, never wear your pyjamas while you're driving. Because if you get into it, you said this too. Yeah. You get into an accident, you need to look decent. No, I, I never said that. All I, What I said was, you need to look your best because if you die, that's your ghost outfit for the rest of your life. Oh, and that too. <laughs> so I need to wear my Gucci bum bag and my Gucci track Make sure jacks. you wear good underwear. Yes. <laughs> if, if, you, if you are if you are traveling around the, the traps, you want to wear good your good underwear all the time because oh you never know when you're going to be in an accident and the ambulance people are going <laughs> to. We talked about this. <laughs> yeah, okay. Go on, Mary. <laughs> oh dear lord. Um, next one is to accept circumstances that cannot be changed. So you just got to accept it. Hmm. Perspective is a is a bitch of a thing. The truth is another thing. That's mm. it's entirely mm-hmm. there they're not mutually exclusive and yeah. sometimes perspective sits in a vacuum mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily aligned with the truth so i mean mm-hmm. some stage uh, you got to deal with the circumstances and they can't be changed mm-hmm. next uh you want to develop realistic goals and move towards them yeah i like that we, we, we can that's i think that's a, a topic that we can talk about later on how to create goals as well oh yeah because that's that's massive um but can I just add to that as well? Mm. It's great setting goals, but it's important to remind yourself to reward the small wins. Oh, absolutely. Because sometimes goals can be so massive. I know, you know, we all have that big dream. We want this, mm. we want that. Mm. And it seems so unrealistic. Mm. But I guess rewarding yourself with the small wins, it just yep. means that you're one step closer yep. to that end not the end, but that... Achieving the goal. Exactly. And so, yeah, exactly. So reminding yourself. Well, I do a lot of team coaching. And one of the things mm-hmm. that I, I always say, it's all about the 1%. Mm. So if you're talking like from a coaching perspective or getting up the field, mm. I mean, yeah, you might be able to break through and run, you know, 90 metres, 100 metres up the, up the field, but it's really what you do to achieve that from like... 1% at a time. So mm-hmm. you want to do one meter at a time and get everything locked down. And if you have that right, then yeah, it goes a long way to achieving 100%. Exactly. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is you want to take decisive actions in adverse situations. So you don't want to be wishy-washy. Sometimes with particular crises, we're talking high-end, high-level crises. Yeah is you want to be decisive and you want to be timely, you want to be active and you want to be mobile and agile and adaptive to that situation. So you want to be on top. What I'm saying is you want to be on top of it before the wave completely bowls you over. You know Would I mean? it be appropriate to say for this point here, it's also about staying tough? Yeah. That resilient. Staying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I, I just tried to punch. Yeah. 
You pinch me more like it. <laughs> You're pinching my flab, babe. No. Um, yeah, staying tough. I'm talking mm. about not, not physically, but mentally as well. It's easier said than done, but I guess, you know, facing that fear and just adapting an attitude that focuses more on the possibilities rather than the negative side of things. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, next one is you want to look for opportunities of self-discovery after struggling with loss. So, I mean, that speaks for itself. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a lot of people get stuck in the, uh, what do you call it, the stage of, of loss and grief, but you want to, you know, self-actuate your self-discovery. Mm -hmm. uh, the next step, which probably coincides with that, is um, develop your self-confidence. Mm -hmm. So, in but, other words, keep on growing. Yeah, always grow. Mm -hmm. Always see yourself like a plant. Yes. Like a little seedling. Like a little sap seedling that's growing in the Amazon and then you What kind of plant are you? I'm the one that eats all the bugs, you know that? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like a I'm that. fly trap. I want that. Yeah. I'm that. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, babe. <laughs> um, you want to keep long-term perspective and consider the stressful event in a more broader context because mm. a lot of people see stuff as like the be-all and end-all mm. and it's not... Especially when you're young. I mean, I can vouch for that when I was, you know, a little sapling tree. Mm. Everything that happened was almost like the end of the world. Or yes. It was always... Like, for example, the HSC. It was more the important HSC. than I thought it was. And the thing is with it, and I, I... Just to put it out there, is nobody cares about your little... Oh, little problem or little... Yeah. Niggling little your issue. Your first world because, problem. Yeah, because... No one cares. There's fucking other problems out there in the world that exactly. are way bigger that get more screen time and mm -hmm. no one gives a shit except for you. So mm -hmm. So in other words, pick yourself off. Dust yourself off. And try again. Oh, was that a song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to maintain a hopeful outlook. Mm -hmm. um, expect good things. And one of the most important things about this is visualizing what you've wished for. So yes. this is, I've always called it manifest destiny. Is you want to picture in your mind. It's like when you wake up, when I wake up in the morning, when I, I meditate mm. in the morning and I visualize what my day is going to look like. Yeah. And, you know, it's a self-manifest destiny. Of course. Manifesting self-destiny with um, what that looks like from, for my day. I, I'm glad that you mentioned that because you have the ability to have that, mm. to have that vision in your head. Mm. And for people who are unable to be creative and have that vision in their head, I would suggest to create a vision board. I know mm. it sounds yeah. tacky. No, for sure. But visually having a, uh, just having something tangible that you can touch and feel and see, mm. I think that would actually help you strengthen your resilience and your goal settings and combining all those points that you mentioned earlier. 100%. So yeah, so a vision board, go get some Even scrapbooks. Even stuff like journals or like... Yes. That helps a lot. I mean... I mean, these are old school techniques. It's not like we're coming up with... I'm not, we're not reinventing the wheel no, here. No, absolutely this is, not. Um, this is just sort of resilience 101. Exactly. Crash course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, it, I mean, a lot of this stuff went a long way to help me do like vi like mentally visual visualizing i mean yeah. it didn't come all of a sudden like that of overnight course. i mean it's something that you build towards it's mm. like goal setting and mm. and having a you know realistic objectives yeah. and visualizing what that would look like and even just like 
you know, preparing and training mm. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, be for prepared. That. Because, yeah, I mean, 99% of success is mm-hmm. preparation. Mm-hmm. Be prepared. No, I'm glad... Fail to I'm, plan, you plan to fail. I'm glad that you mentioned that because even though to our dear listeners it may sound like we've got our shit together, <laughs> I'll speak for myself, I don't have my shit together. No, me either. But I realised when we were... When you decided that we want to do this topic for the podcast, it just occurred to me that I need to get Mm. back into the steps that I used to be. So you Mm. got me a journal the other day. Mm. So I'm I'm writing. I will. (laughs) I've been writing more into it. That's what I used to do before. Yeah. So it's nice to be able to go. Okay. Yeah. That worked well. And yeah. not everything, not every technique out there would work for you. You just need to find the right yeah, one. Yeah, horses for courses. So you've got to yeah. you take what works for you and, and leave all the rest by the wayside. Exactly. But don't be afraid to try it. No. Um, I guess the last one, because we've been mm. talking about this for ages, but yeah. it's, it's probably the most important one, is to take care of your mind and body. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to your own feelings and your needs mm-hmm. because... Uh, it all starts from your inner self. If you if you can't self love or you can't self actuate mm-hmm. or identify what that looks like, then you're never going to be able to do that. Look after that seed. Yeah, you know, and you're never going to be able to sprout and push that out into the world. Yeah. Do you know definitely. what I mean? Yes, baby. Yeah. Good job. Uh, well done. So, dear listeners, yes. Do you have any tips? Do you have ways of uh, strengthening your resilience? It would mm. be good to know. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know if you like these um, lessons learned. Um, it's something that we're trying and I, I, I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just sort of, it's just it's stuff that's out there. Of we course. just tried to pull it together to people yeah. that, that might not have exactly. heard about it. So, but anyway, enough with, the, enough with that shit. So talking about resilience and change... I, you know, who has a lot of resilience? These yeah. Instagram influencers. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. So major, so, major, major game changer. So they, yeah. Especially so, in Australia and Canada. So I don't know if... Yes. So the news is, update. Here we go. Uh, Instagram is expanding its tests of feature that hides public light counts. So the tests began in Canada, you're right, in April. I didn't realise that, babe. Yeah. It's and always now, fucking Canada and Australia, they get this, oh, we'll just test you guys and see what <laughs> And see what, what it's like. So, and then, so that happened in uh, April for Canada. And now they are releasing that particular feature, rolling it out, testing, mm. to six other countries. So you've got Ireland, Italy, Japan, mm. Brazil, New Zealand, and Australia. So what are they actually rolling out again? Like, what's, what's the full thing? So it's, it's, it's hiding the public likes. Yeah. Yeah, so the count. So you can like still... Count. So unless you're not... Unless you're the owner of the account, you can actually click on it and see how many Yeah, likes. yeah. So you can... If you're, if you're the one posting, you can go and see what the likes are. But if exactly. you go to someone else's shot... You, you have to use... manually count. manually so here we go so this was announced at the Facebook's um, annual developer conference Mm. recently Mm. and their their reasoning behind this new feature is to uh, to I guess it's it's a caring factor they're emphasizing it's all about mental health Um, it's making sure that people are reducing screen time and focusing more on the actual photo rather than the likes but come on, read between the lines, babe. They're a money-making business, right? They're a business at the end of the day. Yeah. And business is what they want, profit. Yeah. 
Yes. So this is just another feature that they can sell or add on to their services, <laughs> to the influencers or whoever. Yeah, true. Does that make sense? So that's Absolutely. how I'm seeing it. Yeah. Bull don't give me this bullshit about mental health and you worrying about <laughs> us. That's fucking bullshit. And they no, know that. It's win it is win it's window dressing. Mm. Absolutely and window it's, dressing. It's window dressing. But very good. They're very good at this. It's like the whole Christmas display. But it, and, and here you're right because it's all of a sudden it wipes out a whole bunch of oh. like wannabe mm -hmm. uh, influences. You know what I mean? Yes. And even like the bigger ones though, like you're yeah. saying, like they're gonna have to end up mm. if they if they want to stay relevant or if they want to stay on top of their game. Mm. It's gonna cost them a little bit more money now. Of course, to get those data. Yeah. Data, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So good on them. I, I do, I, I do, I challenge you on the other part about mental health. I do think it's probably good yes. that they don't have that on there because, mm -hmm. I mean, we're blessed because we grew up in a generation prior to the internet or having the need or requirement to like find value validation. in our, yeah, validation in ourselves through social media. So, yeah. but. There's a whole another generation of people out there that have risen up. Yeah, they thrive us. on that. That that that's their bread and butter. You exactly. know what I mean? And, exactly. So I'm not going to poo poo on those. Yeah, people. no, but no, I mean, absolutely let's just be not. honest. Like that's their that's their that's how they see themselves, and yeah. it's a mirror, and, and it's a reflection them. to themselves. Exactly. And, but it's it's a good thing that they've kind of removed that validation because you you don't necessarily need it, and it was probably going to draw. It was it. it is what's driving social media into the ground. Absolutely. These days, not only on Instagram, but uh, I'm probably rambling, but I'm just being honest. Mm. Yes, babe, it's, you're always uh, honest. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's not needed. Like, it gives a mm. fuck how many fucking people like your photos and mm. the people fucking follow you. It's all redundant at the end of the day. Mm. Mm. But if it brings in... <laughs> A nice but if paycheck. It, if it brings in dollars. I ain't gonna that's complain. A whole other, yeah, that's a whole other subject. Um, yeah, but Instagram. What Instagram. a joke that place was. Yes. Oh, I had a good. I, I saw a good story the other day, an an Aussie um, Instagram influencer. Yeah. Uh, she was like a nineteen-year-old Instagram influencer. From where? <laughs> Western Australia in Sydney, in Australia. Hey Perth. Um, yeah, represent. Mm -hmm. um, I'll shout her out because she seems like a fucking idiot. Hannah Valentine. <laughs> um, she's just avoided jail. So she was going around um, Gumtree, which is like almost like Craigslist. Yes. In, in the US and mm -hmm. Facebook. Um, and she was selling fake tickets oh, to gosh. events and stuff like that. So oh, she was going on wait, with all wait, these. Wait, wait. So she's making these fake tickets at home on Adobe and Photoshop? I have no fucking <laughs> idea. But she's... She sounds like a shit stain in humanity. Oh gosh. Uh, so she was sending. So she, for example, she was sell, she made a four thousand dollars on a on the Post Malone concert. Whoa. So she was selling fake tickets out there. Uh, she sold fake tickets to the Listen Out Music Festival in in uh, here in Australia. Yeah. And so, but you can imagine. You know what the kicker is? So she was selling all this shit, and then people were getting dressed up, going to the. Festival, yeah. going to the venue, yeah, and getting turned away at the door, saying, "No, this isn't valid. This is, oh. you know what I mean." Ten to fifteen grand. Um, she just got out of. She didn't go to jail. Yeah. Uh, lucky. Yeah, She's extremely lucky. Yeah. She just gets a couple of bars. That's it. Um, 
What else wow. do you want to talk about? What else song? Splendor in the Grass is on. It's another festival that's happening here in Sydney. Yeah. Childish so. Gambino. Oh, couple really? Couple of the other young, younger music stuff is it's happening. It's Childish right here? Yeah. Oh, I thought, he was, I, thought, I thought he would be super busy with the um, press conference or release of The Lion King. Or maybe this is part of it as well. Oh, yeah, he's probably doing, doing it in tandem. Yeah. 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 That sounds good. Okay. I mean, in any case, uh, do you want to go about, do we have, uh, do you have anything else to add? No, not really. Are you sure? <laughs> That's uh, the first. I always have something to say. <laughs> what? What do I have to say? It's the, we're about to watch Forrest Gump. Yes, sorry, yes. So it's the 25th anniversary it's, um, it's, of Forrest Gump. Yes, we're doing, so once in a while, Charlie and I would watch classical Oh, not this is not a classical, but it's 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 mm. top, I guess. It's one of those movies where you have to watch at least once. Mm. So for us, this movie here, Forrest Gump, is definitely a top ten in our book. It's such a clever and Tom Hanks. Whew. It's one of my top ten. Yeah, it's pretty good. Everything about it, the music, the storyline, the editing, casting. Ooh. <laughs> so, that's, so yeah, twenty five years. Yeah, cannot believe time flies it. with Tom. Mm -hmm. Tom Hanks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so we're gonna watch that. We're gonna just to chill. Yeah, well, you're gonna drink vodka, and I'm gonna. I'm not gonna drink vodka, babe. <laughs> I don't think we even have vodka at yeah, home. We We've got wine, but I think that's it. Actually, we do have Japanese sake. Boom. Yes, that'll be nice. That'll be absolutely nice. So yeah, dear listeners, thank you so much for everything. Thank you for your support. Uh, feel free to leave a comment for us yep. or any suggestions for future podcast topics uh, until cool. next week. Yeah, keep it cool. Keep strong. Keep, keep it resilient. Yes, I was just going to say that. Be good to each other. Peace out. Bye.